Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. Today's episode is brought to you by Glitch, the DeFi operating system. Glitch is unlocking the power of permissionless applications while simultaneously reducing transaction costs and rewarding every participant. Instead of aiming to be a jack of all use cases, Glitch has a singular focus on decentralized financial applications and trustless money markets. Glitch is scalable, low cost, interoperable, and democratic. For more information, go to glitch.finance. Again, that's glitch.finance. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have two special guests working on an amazing project that I'm eager to learn more about, especially with all the different things that they're rolling out right now. They have a lot of different plays in space, and I'm excited for them to not only just teach me, but to teach everyone listening. So we have Aram, and we also have Doug, aka Hobie's Baker's Ghost. How are y'all doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And how are you? Man, I'm excellent. Uh, Of course, we just went through Thanksgiving. So well-fed, feeling thankful, and we're towards the end of a great crypto year. So have a lot to be grateful for. But before we learn more about Glitch, I want to learn more about each of you. So how about you kick us off? Give us a little bit of background on yourself. My name is Ron. I'm the marketing manager at Glitch. I've been working in crypto for quite some time now. It's been about four and a half years. And I have over five years of experience in marketing. But basically, I kickstarted my career in crypto in San Francisco, working for a variety of blockchain gaming projects and smart contract security projects. Went over to work at Kobo for a little bit um, and F2Pool, which is basically the Bitcoin mining company. And now I work at Glitch as a marketing manager. So it's been a wild ride, but it's been a great ride. And I'm looking forward to the continuation of my career here in crypto, working with Glitch over the long term. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Richard, thank you for having me. I'm Doug, also known to the Glitch community as Hobie Baker Ghost. Happen to be a Glitch community advocate, which was announced here recently. My journey in crypto started in 2016. Got over 15 years of sales and marketing experience in the software as a service space, physical security space. So a lot of uh, long-term experience just in terms of being able to understand complex solutions and technology. And what really drove me to being excited about Glitch, and hopefully we'll get into that a little bit during our conversation today, but just a fabulous team, great tokenomics, and a tremendous vision for what they're building as a layer one blockchain. Excellent. So that actually dives into the very first question about Glitch itself. Good to know that's a layer one protocol. Can one of you please tell me, for someone that's listening for the first time, what is Glitch? So for everyone listening, you go to glitch.finance to get more information on this. But what is it? Why was it created? And why are people excited about it? So Glitch is, yes, Glitch is a layer one blockchain. So while all other layer one blockchains try to be a jack of all trades, we like to say, Glitch is actually very niche, right? It's it's a singular focus on decentralized money market applications. There's a lot of blockchains out there that try to do everything. 
We don't. Where we specifically cater to decentralized money market and, and trustless money market applications. And it's important to make that differentiation. Okay. For glitch, we start at 3,000 minimums transactions per second, and it'll increase as the network grows. And so there's a positive feedback loop that goes around that, whereas more users and more developers and more dApps are launched and built on the chain, the more activity that the chain receives which means that there's a decrease in transaction costs, increase in revenues, increase in user adoption, increase in developers building on the chain. So there's just this positive feedback loop of continuous growth that the protocol allows you to do through the revenue sharing ball that we're offering to. And so what this means is that Glitch is basically going to be connecting multiple decentralized applications that we're building internally and that we're going to be partnering with over the long term. And everything will be connected to a singular revenue sharing vault where basically glitch holders can stake their glitch, but the vault basically is used to reduce transaction costs and then also provide rewards to those staking glitch. It's a very unique approach to scaling a layer one blockchain while providing every participant on the chain with rewards. While other chains like Ethereum and, and you know Solana and Avalanche, basically, I like to say personally, take away from you and I'm not trying to attack any other chain, basically. I'm just saying that other chains are very expensive to use and not user-friendly. And we're building the opposite of that. We're, we're focusing on security, user-friendliness, scalability. And we want to make sure that every participant is rewarded on the yeah. chain. No, that's amazing. And actually, one of the first ones I was going to bring up, just because I personally am a big ETH fan, but my biggest concern and why I'm looking elsewhere is just gas fees are insane. It is ungodly the amount of money I've had to spend this year to do basic transactions. Like the way I try to phase it to people right now is like, if you went to a bank right now and you were just trying to literally do a $50 transaction, but they say that's going to cost you 150, you would walk out. But people unfortunately are having to do that all the time. And it's just, it doesn't make sense. And so it sounds like one of the things that Glitch is able to do with owning the token is being able to stake it. So therefore you're actually getting paid some of that quote unquote gas fee, but you're actually lowering it as well. So it's like you said, that continuous feedback loop of, positive reinforcement for being a participant in the space. Yeah, it's cool. And and I wanted to talk about a little bit about being a holder too. So yes, as being a holder, you can use... Eventually, you'll be able to use your glitch. You'll be able to stake it for a percent return on your investment. But it's very cool that the way that we've been able to align our chain basically through our GEX. So we're also building something called the GEX, with the, which is the Glitch Decentralized Exchange, right? And it's important to understand how the GEX plays a role in the ecosystem. So other decentralized exchanges are kind of separate from their chain while their chain verifies transactions and their GEX is basically makes the token swaps on you, right? But the way at Glitch, we're integrating the GEX with the chain. So what's cool about the GEX is that all the revenues that are generated as well through the protocol or through all the decentralized applications, a lot of those revenues will be used to scale the network. And then the other part of those revenues will be used by the GETs to facilitate a glitch token buyback, right? So this is how everyone gets rewarded because we have a hard cap by 88.8 million tokens. There's not going to be any more minted over the long term. All the tokens that are currently available are it. So there's 72 million tokens that are in circulation. So what the GEX does over the long term is that it buys up Glitch on the open market and then it sends it to you guys staking your Glitch. So this is a way that we've been able to utilize the GEX to scale the network without needing to mint additional tokens. 
So over the long term, the glitch tokens will be recycled. So this is important to know as an investor or just being a passionate glitcher to understand over the long term, the value accrual of the token. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, Doug, I was going to pass this to you. Is like right now, I believe you're in testnet and you've been building a really strong community that's been growing very quickly. Walk us through like how that process has been and, and, and where you're at with testnet and, and as you're headed into, into mainnet. Yeah, great question. So testnet has been running since June 30th. So we've had about four months now where even individual users or participants from the community can go into the testnet, create their own testnet glitch wallet, actually interact with it, grab some testnet glitch from the faucet, send it, perform transactions between different wallets, and actually get a feel for how the not only UI looks and feels, but also what's the user experience? How fast are those transactions taking place? One thing that Aram didn't mention that's really critical, I think, and important to what they're building is also transaction finality. So when you think about some of the challenges with other chains, specifically ETH, right, is the fact that you can get front run on transactions based on somebody spending more money on ETH gas to facilitate their transaction more quickly. We see that a lot with NFTs or even in the meme coin space where you have to really up your slippage to be prioritized. Well, in this case, glitch finality is looking to be sub one second, one to two seconds, so that that transaction happens from the time you click in and really you're just at the mercy of your internet connection once you've made that transaction. So I think that's another thing that's really clear in the testnet right now is just how fast those transactions take place and get minted as a block. And it's another thing that has me really excited about the possibilities of you know, being able to transact, especially when we're talking about DeFi and trustless money markets. Absolutely. And, and on that subject, but something being able to transact that quick and having that finality, because just like you said, unfortunately, I've been robbed of some NFTs and some other transactions because of that same thing on the Ethereum blockchain, where the finality of it, you know, unless you are spending way more than everyone else, or even in meme coins, you have a ton of slippage, aka someone like, let's say you're trying to buy 10,000 of something, and the slippage is 10%. You just lost 10% of that money, like just that quick. It hurts my soul, but that's the name of the game right now. So if y'all are hoping to solve those two things, I know that's going to be appetizing to a lot of companies. And earlier, Aaron brought up the fact that y'all are partnering with quite a few different people. Y'all want to talk about some of those different things you have coming up with that? Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. This is Steve Miller, and I'm the host of CC Live, the show that keeps you up to date with what's popping off in crypto land. Every episode of CC Live brings you the latest news, keeps you updated on the top projects, and decrypts everything you need to know to get ahead in the wild world of Web3. So if you really want to stay Cryptocurrent, join Richard, Chris, and I every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on YouTube Live. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe to Cryptocurrent's YouTube channel today, and as always, stay Cryptocurrent. I'll jump on one partnership right out of the gates because Aaron was talking about the GEX, but the Orion Protocol partnership is actually going to help facilitate giving liquidity to the glitch exchange right out of the gates. So that's probably one of the more important partnerships just from the onset of the deployment of mainnet. So in order to have an exchange that you can actually have liquidity to facilitate those trades, yeah, there's going to be some options. And Aaron might talk a little bit more about this in terms of you know any type of staking pools, liquidity pools, things like that. But in order to really scale and meet the, the mission of what that GEX is going to be able to provide, the liquidity boost plugin from Orion Protocol is going to be initiated to allow for that cross-market liquidity aggregation so that people don't have to facilitate high slippage, that they can get 
the amount of their transaction that they anticipate getting from the onset. So I think that's a really powerful thing that they're going to be bringing right out of the gates. As y'all are getting closer to your main launch and you have quite a few other things in line, which I believe is a play in the NFT space with Pleeps. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> so we've actually done a partnership with Crypto Plebs, which is a new NFT project. We've done a first NFT drop with them uh, earlier this month. It was a big success. It was a lot of fun. The the highest plebe was purchased for 3.1 ETH, way more than I thought anyone would buy a plebe for. It's funny because Sean sold for the lowest. And he's the CEO, which is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but basically, there is going to be some exciting news between um, Glitch and Crypto Plebs. Basically, at some point in December, uh, we're thinking mid-December, it's an exciting opportunity where anyone holding a Glitch-specific Plebe or a Crypto Plebe will be able to enter a Glitch Plebe Clubhouse in the Sandbox Game Metaverse, where you'll be able to, to complete in-game tasks as quests and earn rewards and free NFTs by completing those in-game tasks. And there's going to be a lot more information to come with the official announcement. We'll do another Crypto Plebs NFT drop on that part as well. So it'll be a lot of fun going into December with all the deliverables that are upcoming. Yeah. No doubt. Well, that's exciting. I know I'm going to try to go check that out just because it just sounds like a really unique opportunity, especially with everything that's going on in the metaverse with Sandbox and everything else. It sounds super cool. Um, I just don't that, know any other layer one blockchain. I don't know anyone like like any other layer ones that are doing this. I'm, I mean, unless you do, but but I don't. I don't. So. No, I mean, it's a really interesting concept because usually you have to get to your layer two before you can really start to get into these types of opportunities. So this is the first of I've, I've heard of this at this point. So that is a unique differentiator that Glitch has right now. And on that, one of the larger plays in this space right now has been DeFi and understanding how that's going to integrate into things like the metaverse, NFTs, et cetera. You know, what are some of the things that Glitch has in mind to try to address the next phase as we grow into what DeFi will look like in the future? The thing about our chain is that you're right. There's a comment that you said earlier where there's a lot of layer one that need layer two solutions in order to facilitate these types of things in the future. But for Glitch, through our unique revenue sharing fault, and through our unique scaling solutions that we're able to do directly on the layer one blockchain, we don't need layer two solutions in order to do these types of activities in the future on the chain. So this is one that's done through Ethereum. It's not a glitch specific chain just because we don't have mainnet launch out yet. But when we do have mainnet launched, then these NFT drops on the actual glitch NFT marketplace and the glitch platform will be a lot smoother. It'll be a lot cheaper than doing it on OpenSea or any other, you know, those things. So in the future, there will be a lot of you know, more NFT related things that we'll be able to do um, for our you know, users at some point. But for right now, all the NFT stuff that's being done is just for fun on Ethereum for a lot of like additional perks and stuff as we gear up for mainnet launch. Awesome. And Doug, so for people that are listening to this right now, they're like, oh my gosh, just Layer 1 Protocol Glitch sounds awesome. I want to learn more about it. I want to be ready once this main net launches and can start earning some of the staking rewards you have. What are some ways that people can either connect or become more involved with y'all's community? The first thing to do is follow at Glitch Protocol on Twitter. A lot of new content coming out from Aram and the team. That's where we get a lot of updates in terms of announcements and things like that. And with so many announcements geared up for the end of this year, probably good to be following them. You can also come to the Glitch Telegram as well. 
There's a link to that at the Glitch Protocol site on Twitter. So you can get into the Telegram. We have both a main chat as well as a trading channel that's community run as well. So those are probably the best places to start. The other area, uh, as you get a little bit deeper into it, I happen to run what we is a community run Glitch Talk channel on YouTube. You can search Glitch Talk. You'll see me on there. But my goal in that, and then this goes back to kind of why I was so excited about Glitch in the first place, is it goes through not just what Glitch is building and some very specific deep dives on the technology, but also goes into every single one of the partnerships that they've engaged with has meaning, has additional utility for the Glitch token itself, which is something that a lot of projects fail to do. They, they want big names and they want to just wave the flag, hey, we partnered with XYZ company that's in the top 50. Well, if there's not bringing utility or meaningfulness to people to continue to participate in the ecosystem outside of just token price action, well, suddenly your project isn't as valuable as it can be. So that's an area that I dive into quite a bit in Glitch Talk in terms of each one of those partnerships and how does it benefit Glitch token holders specifically. You'd be surprised how much thought and intentionalness has gone into that from the Glitch project team. It's important, man. That's a valuable piece of insight that people are trying to learn more about. Like you said, there's a lot of projects that are starting to come out right now. 2021 has been a big year. I'm sure this can be even more into the future. But the biggest challenge that a lot of these companies face is not building a, a solid community where people care, they're passionate, they want to see things thrive. And they're, they're here for the long one, right? Everyone tries to get the quick crypto buck, but ultimately trying to build something for the future that's going to last and is going to solve a lot of the current challenges that are being faced. And that takes time to build. I mean, I personally want to go check some of that out because again, there's always tips and tricks that you can learn to help grow your community. And it's really important, again, to find different ways to get people to interact with one another and help solve challenges because you could even present a challenge to your own community. They could come up with a creative solution you hadn't thought about yet. And now you're moving even faster. And it's that, like you said, positive feedback loop that is so essential and crucial to making your company as successful as possible. One final question I kind of want to bring up around Glitch is y'all have a lot already in the pipeline. You have a lot of great things you've already launched that you have announced, and I'm sure you have some amazing things planned for in the future. So as we kind of look at 2022 and all the other things that are kind of on the roadmap, do you have anything else that's coming up on the roadmap that you think people should be excited about? Yeah, definitely. So we have a lot of things in the pipelines. I mean, the core focus right now is getting the GEX finalized, fully developed with no vulnerabilities, right? Getting the revenue share vault finalized completely with no vulnerabilities. And these are things that we're working towards right now with Kurtosis and our internal QA team, right? And it's important to highlight the fact that we're taking our time to ensure that the revenue sharing vault and the GEX is 100% vulnerability free because we value security. So that's the thing that we are prioritizing right now. But looking into the future, Eventually, once we have the GEX launched, once we have the revenue sharing vault launched, once we have mainnet fully deployed and all the iterations are complete, that's when we're going to start thinking about adding, you know, like an automatic token builder or launcher or the continuation of the NFT marketplace or the lending protocol that we're trying to create or the stable coin, right? We're creating an entire ecosystem. So we're more than just a layer one blockchain. There's a lot of projects out there that are just developing the chain. And then all of a sudden, they're, they're a ghost chain because they don't have anything built on top of it. So we're fixing that. We're creating a lot more than just layer one blockchain. We're creating an entire DeFi ecosystem alongside 
our layer one blockchain so that revenues are generated and kickstarted right from the launch or, or not from launch, but right when there's going to be, you know, a good amount of revenues on the chain. That's what we want to focus on and prioritize is the amount of revenues generated on the chain. Because once there's revenues on the chain, that's how you get rewarded and glitched, right? That's how you get higher APYs by staking your glitch. That's how you get users and developers actually using your chain. That's how the fees go down to close to zero when you actually start having revenues generated rather than just a bunch of thoughts or words on a screen, right? Putting it together and allowing the ecosystem to thrive through the revenue sharing vault is what we are focused on over the long term. And that's kind of how we expect our ecosystem to scale. That's how we expect our users to get rewarded, et cetera, et cetera. Even further beyond that, we're also wanting to decentralize basically Glitch through a DAO. So that's not until very, very long in the future, obviously, but it's coming at some point, you know, and the core ethos around Glitch is community and the focus on putting the community first. Yeah, and, and Richard, I'd like to just add one more thing to that. So Aaron mentioned Kurtosis, and I don't know how familiar you are with them or your user base. But a little background on Kurtosis Technologies, they were actually an Avalanche grant recipient, and they've developed an end-to-end testing and orchestration solution for complex blockchain environments. And their mission and why Glitch has engaged with them is to understand and identify any vulnerabilities or events that could occur that could impact the usability or provide you know, potential risks to the blockchain before it goes live. Kurtosis has only partnered with Avalabs and Avalanche, Chainlink, Solana, and recently Near Protocol. Those are four tremendously high market cap, well-known, secure types of chains that have leveraged this solution to be able to perform this testing and orchestration. Glitch is doing it before they launch mainnet which is unique because that is different than how the others have been using them. They've been using it post mainnet to find you know, challenges or provide new iterations of their mainnet. Where we're at today with Glitch is they're doing this all pre-mainnet launch so that you as a user know that one, they can meet the scaling and speeds that they've put out there. But more importantly, you can know that your funds are safe, that your transactions are secure, and that you can move your glitch tokens to the GRC20 standard with the glitch wallet when mainnet arrives so that you can stake with peace of mind. So those are things that make me incredibly excited. One of the things that they announced back in June that I don't think really set the stage for what was coming here as mainnet continued to get you know developed and prepared for launch. So I don't know if you've had that experience, but I wanted to go into depth there because I think Kurtosis is just such a tremendously strategic partnership that not many projects have leveraged. And I think it sets Glitch apart from anyone else building right now a layer one blockchain. Oh, absolutely. No, thank you for, for bringing up Kurtosis and breaking that down. That was knowledgeable for me and, my, and I'm sure for all of our audience as well. Just like you said, those are some big power hitters in there. And the fact that y'all are getting in before man that, like you said, should speak volumes of what they think of you because it's clear that they're only working with top tier projects. So that's really exciting. Congratulations on that. And I know that's only going to help continue to give peace of mind to both your community and people who come in and work with you, but then also for your own team and for scalability. Like the three things that I think people are always going to be really reliant on is security, scalability, and the upward mobility of access to the value that's coming from the tokens. And it sounds like y'all are having all three of those in front and center, front of mind. And y'all are addressing all of them. So that's super exciting. I know I myself um, am a lot more interested in continuing to figure out and, and see how 
glitch performs in the, in the future because it just it makes a lot of sense. And again, the pain point of gas right now is so large that people are open to looking at other solutions. So if this is one that truly can help solve that, I'm all ears. So again, I'm really excited to learn more about that. I want to finish with two fun questions for both of y'all. With all the information that you have right now when you first got started in the crypto community, right? And you could go back and impart it to yourself when you first got started. What are one to two pieces of information you would give yourself? Ooh, Doug, why don't you go first? I'm, th- I'm, I'm, yeah, about this I, I'm happy to go first because it, it comes to mind right away. And really one of the reasons I started Glitch Talk is how do you actually research projects? How do you find those hidden gems before anybody else has and have the confidence in your you know, ability to not only research, but make a determination that this is a solid long-term hold? So if I could go back five years and understand that a little bit better and be able to weed through just what sounded good on paper versus what was really building an ecosystem I could buy into and see long-term opportunity, that's, that's what I found in Glitch. Being able to research all, through all these projects and identify who did I think I could align myself with and not only see success, but then be a true participant in the ecosystem long-term. So that goes into, you know, you kind of see the thought process through Glitch Talk and kind of building out yeah, tokenomics are important. Partnerships are important. But how's the team actually facilitating those? How do they contribute to holders wanting to actually participate in other dApps built on that layer one? And more importantly, then how do I secure those assets? How do I have confidence in all of that from a security perspective? So researching through and understanding those elements, I would love to go back in time and be able to understand that. And so Richard, you having a show like this to be able to have others understand that, look at that. I mean, you're, you're helping a lot of newcomers to the space who will continuously be coming here with all the great innovations and new opportunities to invest and earn and play. You're on the forefront of that. And so love to have been able to go back and, and do a better job of that in the past. Man, that's awesome. Thank you so much for that. And I just want to reemphasize how important it is for people to DYOR, do your own research, to know what to look for and go back and listen to what Doug just said a few times. He just gave you a blueprint. He just gave you a few things to go and look at before you really start to get involved into a project to understand here's how you look at and find a foundational of like, could this be worth an investment and be here for the long run? So again, listen to that a couple of times and then you'll know if it makes sense to continue to move forward with another project. But what about yourself? What do you think, Amir, what is something that you would tell yourself? Yeah, you know, a long time ago, I I was just like most out there where you just kind of just focus on the price action and just think it's all up only or something like, you know, but that's not necessarily be the case. For me, what I would go back five years ago is basically think about instead of just focusing on the price, I would focus on how it will get to that point, right? What is a team building to get to the place where I want to see as an investor, right? Not as a builder, not as a member of the team, not as a community member, right? But just as an individual person, as an investor, if I put my money into a project, I want to see the value of it go up. But instead of focusing on the daily price action swings of each candle going up and down on a daily basis, I would tell myself, look, look at the bigger picture. How will the ecosystem look two years from now, five years from now, six years from now? It doesn't matter what the price action is doing yesterday. It doesn't matter what that what it does, you know, tomorrow. It matters what it's going to be years from now. Once the apps are built on the chain, once users are joining the network, once the whole ecosystem is is being utilized, when the GEX and the revenue share is activated, right? All of these things combined, that is when the real value accrual of the glitch token will occur. And at that point, it'll occur 
after the mainnet launch. So personally, for me, it's important to think about PA, you know, over the long term. But at the same time, it's it's more important to think about how will the price get to that specific point if you're an, an investor thinking about that, right? It's it's not all about the short-term price action. It's about the long-term goals of the team, of the community, and how the price will reflect once those deliverables are met. And I think it's important because a lot of crypto newbies are in this space for a quick buck, right? And there's a lot of meme coins out there that, that can do that for you if you want, but you can get wrecked as well by investing in those meme coins, right? So it's important to really take a step back and take a deep breath for a second and think, do I want to invest in in these meme coins? I mean, sure, there's a few of them with really solid communities, but really that's all they've got. They don't really have an underlying layer one blockchain with dApps and a revenue sharing ball and all these different types of things that we're building, right? That's important to take account or to take into consideration as an investor over the long term, getting in now you'd be very, very early into an ecosystem that basically has a long-term mindset if you're investing in a meme coin project or if you're investing in something for the long-term. So that's something, you know, as an investor, you want to just keep in mind. For sure. And definitely appreciate that piece of feedback as well. Well, you know, I always like to finish with a final thought and I'll pose it to both of you, but what is a final thought that you want to leave here with all of our listeners today? Well, personally, I just want to say, first of all, I want to give a shout out to our team. I want to give a shout out to our community. (laughs) But um, as a thought, (laughs) yeah, but as a thought, um, basically, check us out. We're a new layer one blockchain. There's a lot that's being built over the long term. We are a very solid team, you know, a team of 27 people. We're going to be growing to 30, 40 people over the next year. We're going to be scaling a lot faster, a lot quicker now that we have things in the pipelines. And these are exciting times to be part of the Glitch project. There's a lot of things that are coming up and there's a lot to do as a community member to be involved as well. So not through, not just through an investor. If you're a developer, you can apply for the Glitch grant, right? If you're a community member, you can apply to be a Glitch community advocate. So there's a lot of things that you can do as a community member to be more involved over the long term. Yeah, I think for me, when I think about what I'm most excited about, and where things are kind of headed. My closing thought is that you're still early to glitch. As Mainnet is getting ready to be released, they're putting the foundation in place to be able to have an ecosystem that is usable from day one, that is secure through various partnerships, including Kurtosis, which we've highlighted. But more importantly, I just see a team that's completely doxed, that is very community forward. It's a project that doesn't have VC tokens still waiting for it to be unlocked. You've got really an opportunity around their mission, which is to give DeFi and trustless money markets back into the hands of retail. So everyone has access regardless of your you know, ability to invest large sums or small sums, your ability to understand the ecosystem, making it user-friendly enough to be able to come and participate day one and not have you know, the cost that you do on ETH, which if you're only able to invest $100, $200, right? you can now come to Glitch and not be hit by those high fees and having to worry about being front run or anything like that. So I see really a community, an ecosystem, and tremendous utility for the Glitch token, which is going to be a game changer across all three of those things when you look at the sum of where most chains are. Most are very corporate. Most have a lot of significant financial backing from well-known players. 
And you know, you have the opportunity to earn money. Absolutely, right? The money's out there. But I think what Glitch is building is something that is unique to the retail environment, to the retail investor. You can see that in G-Pool, their Launchpad partnership. So overall, I'm extremely excited about this project and hope you'll take the time to check it out. Excellent. I think those both were excellent final thoughts. I appreciate both of you being on the show. And as a quick reminder, Doug, what are ways that people can learn more about Glitch and join the community? Absolutely. At Glitch Protocol on Twitter and then Glitch Protocol Telegram as well are two primary places. We'll see a Discord late December, early January. The team is focused on you know getting the, the mainnet release up and running. But those are the two primary areas. Uh, obviously, you can follow myself at Hobie Baker Ghost on Twitter or Aram Glitch as well. We usually are pretty on top of any new information that's available. And you can even scroll through our previous history and see a ton of useful information from infographics, to other videos and things that will help you in doing your own research. Perfect. Well, Aram, Doug, I appreciate again, both of you being on the show, sharing all of this amazing knowledge, everyone listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And of course, for everyone listening, stay CryptoCurrent. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from LVU504. Someone who is new to the cryptocurrency world, this podcast lays out the information where it's easy to understand. I recommend anyone who is interested in learning more to check out this podcast. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests 
as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.